A 21-year-old Brampton hit-and-run victim appeared in a very emotional press conference earlier today, pleading for the driver who struck him to please come forward. It was back on March the 17th, around 4.30 in the morning, that Navindra Sukram Singh was out celebrating a birthday and St. Paddy's Day when he decided that he had had just too much to drink and would walk home as opposed to driving. Now, on the walk, he partially collapsed on uh, Brampton Road, A witness stopped to uh, encourage him to uh, get up and move to safety, but was unable to physically assist uh, Devendra getting up due to a partially amputated foot. This is when the unknown driver struck Sukram Singh and drove off. Now, the witness stayed at the scene for hours following and assisted officers once the emergency services had arrived. And as I mentioned in a very emotional press conference earlier today, Navindra on a hospital gurney was wheeled out in front of cameras and microphones and had this to say. I'm depressed. I'm depressed because I think about the things I could have done that now I can merely dream of doing. The things like picking up a cup or, or talking and laughing like I used to maybe breathing like I used to. I barely survived. I don't know if I will be able to walk again. And I can't move my hands. That is uh, obviously uh, very tough to uh, listen to. Very moving uh, press conference. That is uh, Navindra Sukhmar Singh. And uh, his uh, mother, Anita, Anita Prasad, she joins us here on the phone, as does the uh, officer in charge of this investigation, Staff Sergeant Gary Carter, or Cardi, uh, beg my pardon, both join us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, Anita, first, uh, let me start uh, with you. Thank you so much for your time and joining us this afternoon. Uh, understandably, you were emotional during this morning's uh, press conference. Uh, what would you like to say to the person that is uh, responsible for hitting your son? I'd like to say the same thing I said to all news. I want, I just want you to come forward. And I would like you to, to to take responsibility for your action. Accidents happen. We are only human. But the wrong thing that you have done was to leave him there to die. And is that something both uh, you and uh, your son, uh, Navindra, you've had uh, problems processing just to how somebody could, could do that to, to another person? Yes. And I'm hoping that you are listening and that somewhere in your heart is touched today with this press conference and you take that responsibility and come forward because you're human. And I know any human that feels this and see this would want to take responsibility. Yeah. Can you tell us, uh, Anita, what the uh, past month has been like uh, for for your son and for your family in general? The past month has been very hard. I am a single mother, and I have two younger kids, and I have an older son. And with the help of my older son, yes, I get some financial support because he he's the only one that is working in the house right now. But other than that, I have to be to and from the hospital all the time. I can't afford to sleep with my son because... I have a young eight-year-old that needs me. I have to take her to school. From school, I have to go to the hospital to take care of my son. My son can't do anything for himself. He's bedridden. So I have to take him, do clean him, 
give him the the party, do everything for him. He's a young man. He's embarrassed because some most of his nurses are on his age. So he's so embarrassed that he would prefer I do everything for him. So it's a struggle for me to be there, get everything done, then come home, cook, clean, take care of two younger kids and go back again. It has been one of the most difficult things that everything my life would have gone through. Let's look at Staff Sergeant Gary Carty in here, who, as I mentioned, uh, has headed up this investigation. And, uh, Sergeant, uh, first of all, can you tell us about uh, how today's press conference uh, came forward? I mean, it is, I've said several times now, uh, very emotional, uh, tough to watch. Uh, but why the decision to uh, come forward like this? Well, Jeff, thanks for having me on. And I just want to say that, you know, Navendra is the real deal. I mean, he is uh, our background investigation plays him out to be everything that he says he is. He's a fine, upstanding young man, responsible young guy, helps out his family. It's a tragic collision. Uh, He was struck and left for dead on the side of the road. And we're basically looking for one car, and that's a Toyota Corolla. And if you can imagine how many Toyota Corollas there are registered just in Brampton, we're into the thousands. We have to find that one car, and, and it's virtually impossible. We have no eyewitnesses other than the one person who saw the collision happen. We've got two sources of video uh, that identify the car uh, and show us a direction it traveled from and a direction it traveled to. And other than that, we have no other leads right now. We know there were people in the car. Uh, we know that people know about this, and we know that uh, the uh, the driver of the car probably fled that night because he or she was frightened. Um, and if he or she sees the press conference and hears about this, I'm sure they're going to be frightened again. But the, the time for being afraid is over. Uh, Navindra needs uh, our community's help to help us identify this person. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a civil responsibility to people when we're involved in a collision to stop, give our name, offer assistance, provide our insurance information. And that's so that the person who's been injured in the collision can be made whole again. And that's what we're trying to do right now. It's important for us to find this driver. It's important for us to uh, charge that person if there's charges that apply. And we don't know that yet. We don't know what all the circumstances are were surrounding that night. We don't know what that person was thinking at the time of the collision. But what's really important is that they fulfill their civil obligation and their Highway Traffic Act obligation and come forward and identify themselves and provide at least their insurance so that this family can begin to move forward. Uh, terrible tragedy. I mean, we, we spoke to a boy this morning who was able to tell us about his hip being shattered in more than 26 pieces. I, I saw a photograph of an x-ray where he's got about a 12-inch screw going through one side of his pelvis all the way to the other side, holding three broken parts of the pelvis together. This boy needs our community's help, and that's why we did this. That's why we're reaching out to the community. We wanted to put a face to the victim. Too often when we read about collisions, we, we see in the media that a pedestrian was struck and killed, and, and we don't make the connection between mm-hmm all the people that that death touches. Yeah, you know, Sergeant, that is the first thing that occurred to me uh, watching this uh, press conference uh, just a few uh, hours ago. And uh, listen, we've done, uh, you know, stories and uh, we've done, uh, you know, plenty of radio over the years uh, regarding uh, pedestrians being uh, struck. Uh, what's going on? Uh, well, why do the numbers keep uh, increasing? What can we do to decrease uh, these uh, numbers? 
But you're right. Very rarely do we see uh, a face and uh, how a life has uh, been changed by a, an incident such as this. And I think that that's uh, one of the things that this does is it really does bring this to the forefront. That was our goal today was to humanize the victim here. Let the person, whoever it is, man or woman, uh, see what has happened. And we recognize that this was, in fact, an accident. That's behind us now. Well, what we have to do is we have to move forward, and hopefully they will uh, have, have their conscience get the better of them and do the right thing. And if they're listening, I hope they contact a lawyer and call Peel Police Major Collision Bureau and uh, turn yourself in. Yeah. Uh, sorry, just to underscore, did you mention a second ago that uh, you have reason to believe or uh, evidence that there was more than one person in the vehicle, more than just the driver? We don't have evidence, but we believe it's possible there was more than one person in that vehicle. Um, when you look at the video, you can see uh, what looks like other heads in the vehicle. All right. So obviously encouraging if there were others in that vehicle to uh, come forward. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Anita, can I ask you just uh, how your son, how Navindra is doing? Uh, we know his uh, physical uh, injuries. Uh, how is he coping uh, a month later? Uh, how is he doing kind of mentally? Mentally? Navendra is not doing well. Navendra is very, very, very depressed. Last night, I spoke to the nurse in charge of him. If she can talk to the doctor to get him to see a psychiatrist, because he doesn't sleep at all at night. He doesn't eat. He Many a days I go there at the hospital and he would ask me, Mommy, you think I'll walk again? I can't answer after any I know uh, this is very uh, tough, uh, tough uh, for Navindra, tough uh, for the uh, entire uh, family. And uh, I really uh, applaud uh, both you and your son's uh, bravery uh, for, for coming forward. And Anita, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Staff Sergeant uh, Gary Cardi, thank you as well. Again, if anybody has any information, uh, officer, there to contact Peel Police. Yes, sir. That's right. Peel Police Major Collision Bureau or the main police number. And just tell them who you are and what you want to do. We'll take after we'll look after the rest all right we will uh, continue to uh, watch the story with interest uh, thank you uh, both again really appreciate uh, the time this afternoon here goes anita prasad the mother of navindra sukran singh and staff sergeant gary cardi with the peel regional police force in charge of this uh, investigation